Earth podcast with your host, Jake Weaver, engineered by Cedric Swan. Everybody, we are back with another episode of Midnight on Earth. I'm your host, Jake Weaver, and we are here to bring you more knowledge, more light, and more love. Guess what, people? This is a very special episode. This is our third anniversary celebration. Congratulations to us for making it for three years. It's our birthday today, roughly. Okay, maybe we're a little bit behind, but that's okay. This is the scheduled episode for the third anniversary. We're going to go over everything that's happened between then, episode zero, and now everything we've learned, everything, certain things that (laughs) didn't make it on the episode, but are very powerful and so much more. If you love this show as much as I do, you're going to love this episode. And with me, of course, to celebrate our third anniversary is our guest co-host, who's always here with us on our lecture episodes, the Beyond the News and the Tribune episodes, Bryn Anderson of Vinyl Force Herbs. Hello, Bryn. Happy third birthday, Midnight on Earth. Hey, woohoo! Happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to Midnight on Earth. Uh, I feel like we should play some kind of like birthday song, you know, just to like really seal the deal. I think that sounds like a great idea. I should have brought cake. That's okay. We don't need cake. It's, it's all ethereal. People are hearing our voice. We can have virtual cake. I guess we could think about cake. We can think about cake together. What kind of cake do you like? I love chocolate cake, but I'm gluten free. So, you know, has to be a certain kind of chocolate cake. Vegan ish. Don't really like the dairy. I don't mind eggs. I eat fish sometimes. I don't usually make cake with fish, but (laughs) you know, maybe it's all these birthday feelings. I'm thinking about this, just scrambling my brain. So here we go. Let's play this epic happy birthday song to Midnight on Earth on our third birthday. And then we'll go into the show. Here we go. Ready? Let's just listen to this happy birthday song together. Here we go. It's your birthday today. Happy birthday, Midnight on Earth.
<laughs> wow. <laughs> that was quite celebratory. Yes, that's epic happy birthday songs. Happy birthday to Midnight on Earth. Three years since I made the decision to create this podcast. I knew it was coming. I felt it like an energetic wave. I knew that I would be taking on this role in life, bringing you to this high-frequency information, connecting you with these incredible guests and concepts. I knew this was coming. And we're going to go into it, but first I need you to do something for me. Follow me on Instagram at midnight underscore on underscore earth. That is the address. You can follow me there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Audible, all of the places you can find me, connect with me by clicking that button. Click the button. And then you get a notification to your device so you know exactly what is going on in real time. And of course, tell a friend. Tell someone that you know that loves these type of podcasts. You know them. They're your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, etc. Bring them here midnightonearth.com. Okay, okay. Just had to throw that social media thing in there. Now we're moving on to our third birthday celebration. We're going to talk about the episodes, Bryn and I, going through the list. We're going to play some clips. We're going to give you some updates on some of the guests that have been on and where they are now. So if you're listening and you have been listening for a long time, you're going to remember these names and the story continues. Some of them are having some hard times. Some of them are having some great times. It's the human experience. When you have as many episodes as I have now, you run the gamut with all the potential possibilities of things that can happen to a human, whether they're younger or older in the physical sense. Things just happen. Shit happens as they really put out there in the eighties. Brent, how are you doing? What do you think? Third birthday. I know I'm doing great. Congratulations. Thank and you. I'm excited. Actually. I think this is going to be really fun to go through the episodes uh, because there's so many now. So sometimes yes. you're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, that one was so amazing. That was, you know, 127 episodes ago or something. <laughs> so yeah, it's great to be reminded. I it's a refresher. Really yes, it's going to be a refresher. So here we go. Ready, people? This is it. We're going to do it. So this was July 29th, 2020, when I uploaded the first episode, which actually was episode zero a lot of people have listened to that around the world. I was just putting myself out there, introducing myself. So you would kind of understand what I was bringing to the table. And right away, first episode, Oregon MUFON director, Tom Bowden. Tom is dealing with a health crisis right now. If we can all just take a second and pray for Tom Bowden the Oregon MUFON director is struggling with a very intense health situation. So let's just send some healing lines to Tom Bowden, who helped me start this podcast, episode number one. Okay. Episode two, we talked to a Hungarian shaman who, at the time, 
was heading the Living Light Center in Portland, Oregon. Incredible episode as I started to branch out in topics, starting with UFOs, then moving to the Reiki. He has since sold the Living Light Center, that property, the house, and he moved back to Belgium to live out the rest of his later years. I got to interview him again later, and we'll get to that. But he was somebody that I really wanted to connect with, and he's a loving human being. Incredible story. We'll get to him when he comes back for the next review here. So episode three, this is when Bryn Anderson was first on the show. She owns a company. She's right here with me, of course. (laughs) She owns a company, Vital Force Herbs, right? Vitalforceherbs.com, and they have the most potent effect that any of the tinctures I've ever taken in my entire life have had. It was so powerful that I knew that she had to be on the show. She is very humble. I will tell you that she's a master herbalist. She will tell you that. I will tell you I'm a student herbalist. Exactly. See? I didn't even. Okay. That's the whole thing, though. So she's amazing, right? Love having Bryn on. She's been sharing with us and has been with us for our lecture episodes not the original ones but she came on later and she's just been a vital force in midnight on earth and getting this information out there and having someone of equal intelligence and understanding to bounce ideas off of equal but having a different perspective so together we have this incredible synthesis and i just don't really want to work with anybody else ever as a co-host. That's for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. And episode three. All right. So that's where I came in. Yes. And then episode four was Jason Scott, who I actually was introduced to by Bryn Anderson. Yes. Amazing mycologist and alchemical spagyricist and uh, yeah, great human being of lovely family. Yes, and he has a business called Feral Fungi, which if you know about spagyrics or want to know about spagyrics, that's his forte. That's his focal point. Alchemy, spagyrics. This guy is. Yeah, mushrooms. This guy is (laughs) like the epicenter of the future of mycology. I feel like Jason Scott's going to be a radical leader within mycology and i had him on the show back in 2020 when he was just first starting out so very honored to say that he was on the show and he's going to come back again he's been on another time and he's a really cool dude feralfungi.com nothing else like it just like vital force herbs okay so this is where it gets interesting Episode five and episode six. I didn't really have guests for that week as I was starting out. I was still scheduling things, but I wanted to maintain a weekly schedule. I came up with the idea of finding rare lectures with people who had passed and listening to those and then talking about it at the end. I thought it would be such a cool idea to integrate these lectures into the episode base that I have because when you're listening to these 
interviews with guests that are still in the third dimension, that's great. But if you're really trying to teach people, if you're really trying to help them understand things, you also want to cross-reference and have this older knowledge that was out there by these legends that unfortunately are unable to be interviewed in the whole package, right? Because you want people to be exposed to everything. If you're really trying to help them raise their vibration and people, you already know that's the intention of this show times 10 and other things. So, okay, let's just keep going. Episode seven, Ken Babs. This was beyond an honor for me. I love the Grateful Dead. I love the prankster mythos, the Grateful Dead's mythos, how it's all intertwined. The 60s, the underground, I absolutely love it. Just love the story, love the culture. I'm a big part of it myself, I feel like, at this point. So for me, having Ken Babs on in his 80s, my seventh episode was just like, wow. We had an incredible interview. He said things in that interview that he's never said in any other interview, ever including really the fact that they did distribute LSD to people on their bus trip across the USA in the 60s. And for years and years and years, Ken would deny that they ever gave LSD to anyone while they were on that cross-country trip. But in my episode, I feel like for the first time, he actually admits that they dosed people as they met people across the country, people of all ages. I've read dozens of interviews and books, and he's never said that. I have not fully read his new book, Cronies, which he talked about he was going to be publishing at this time. But maybe he does. But really, this is something really special. And guess what, people? At the time, it happened to be taking place on Ken Casey's birthday. So really powerful stuff. Listen to that episode. Okay, so we got to take a little bit of a turn here because on episode eight, I had Chris Dyer on the show. He's a visionary artist and he was leading an ayahuasca retreat uh, with a shaman down in Peru. And we talked about that. In fact, I thought it was a great episode, but unfortunately, after that episode, not much longer, within two months, the shaman that was dealing with the people and being uh, the leader in the ayahuasca sessions while Chris helped was outed as a sex manipulator. And it was very disturbing. It was very disturbing at the time. Chris did not know how to handle it. He was kind of judged for not reacting correctly in a correct amount of time. And it really affected his life the ayahuasca retreat center that he's talking about in that episode has since been shut down. So incredible episode with Chris. It really affected his life. It was not his fault. He didn't know. And he completely disassociated with that person after it was verified. Pretty trippy shit. If you ask me episode nine, we talked to Will Grinnell cannabis spirituality. That's where we talked about the deep, spiritual things that go along with cannabis culture. And he's been deeply integrated in that world for a really, really long time. So episode 10, this was the first lecture episode 
where it was just a single lecture. Now I did the two back to back, but I didn't know it was going to be a thing until people started emailing me and the response I was getting was incredible for the lecture episodes. People wanted to hear it. They loved it. They loved the lectures that I was selecting. They loved the commentary, but I don't think Bryn was actually there yet as my guest co-host. I think it was just me at that point by episode 10. And did you know that that was going to be only the first of many Manly P hall lectures? Yeah, I, I didn't anticipate that, but then they're so good. It's like when I'm looking for a lecture episode, it's like you instantly default to that because no matter what, it's going to be amazing. So right. <laughs> moving on to episode 11, this was really cool. Paganism and witchcraft with the pagans of Portland. This is where I actually met with this group of people, the pagans of Portland. They got together at a certain location and it was just kind of like a meetup group and they would talk and they'd go deep and they let me come and record a podcast episode where I brought my gear and I was able to ask specific questions and get specific answers. And they absolutely loved me. And that was the first time I met Sorka Magedis, the amazing leader of the group. And uh, she's an older witch goddess earth religion pagan all of those things one of the sweetest ladies you can possibly imagine so super cool episode episode 11 that's kind of one of the only roundtable live episodes i've ever done and then the next episode i met at that meetup group janice carey who is a channeler so she was the first channeler that i had on the show she has a Incredible career. She has done this for a really long time. So we talked about channeling Pleiadians, deceased loved ones, pets, angels. Great episode. First time she was on. Then episode 13, Exorcisms and Demonic Possession with James Cloud, Archbishop James Cloud. This was really cool because he has not done any interviews since. This was the final interview I think he was ever going to do because... He's so busy. His time is so valuable. He just can't do that. And the exorcisms and things that he performed, he does on a pro bono basis, meaning free or sliding scale, pay him what you can. So because of that, his time was very, very limited. But I was very grateful to have that time to interview him. Definitely check that out. Episode 14, Tyler Panor, Living Astrology. See, this guy is super cool. He has a school of living astrology, and he kind of channeled in natural settings, going deep into nature, a new concept of astrology. And it seems to be very accurate. The things that he created, the effects, what people tell him about how his version of astrology affects their lives seems to be very valid. I find it to be such a natural story of astrology, the way that he follows the seasons, which is not something he made up himself, but the way that he's able to articulate and draw out the seasonal astrological year and the connections to nature and the seasons and the, you know, the elements and the timing of everything is really beautiful the way he tells the story. That's, I highly recommend that episode. 
And the next episode was our first lecture episode that featured Bryn Anderson of Vital Force Herbs. There I am. That Manly was P. the first one. Yes, Manly P. Hall, How Karma Works. So That was a good one. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. You know, the, And you just keep want to keep diving into the reservoir of Manly P. Hall lectures. It's hard not to. Episode 16, Naturopathic Medicine with Bogdan McCarchuk. Look, cool guy, super sweet. Call him Dr. Dan. I'm not happy with that episode. So it's my <laughs> least favorite episode where I feel like I could have directed it better. He really went off on this whole riff about insurance for like way too long. Bored the shit out of everybody. I was just like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, I was trying to get him to pivot. It was really hard. Super sweet dude. Be super thankful and appreciative of him being on. Bummed that I didn't do that one better with such a big topic, but we're going to cover that again. So yeah, maybe I'll have to have him back. He's a, he, he's a talkative guy. He's fun. Oh yeah. I cool. Cool yeah. guy. I, I think he moved somewhere and opened up a, an apothecary and, and a practice, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where. Okay. I was still learning. That's kind of the big thing is that as the episodes were going, I was getting better and better and better, but you're learning in real time. I had done things like this before, but never really took the giant leap like this. So you fire the rocket, right? Just like NASA would say back in the day, like, that when they would fire a rocket, it would just be going one direction and they would constantly have to correct the direction in real time to make sure it was on course. Otherwise it would just keep going in one direction. So that's kind of what we did. We fired the rocket and we were correcting as we go. Like it's moving. Oh, that's off course. We got to correct, correct, correct. So kind of what I did. Episode 17, alchemical healing and Egyptian shamanism with Nicole Ballow. This was cool. She's an awesome lady that actually should be coming back on the show. I'm just going to make a note of that right now. Good idea. She's part of Nikki Scully's Egyptian school that's based out of Eugene, Oregon. And I was really reaching out to Nikki Scully, but unfortunately she's having some health issues in her life at this stage. But Nicole Ballow was able to be a representative for them. And what a powerful episode. Really cool stuff. Episode 18, lecture episode, The Holographic Universe and Synchronicity with Michael Talbot. This was an incredible dissertation on this concept of the holographic universe and how things are synchronized in a universal sense. Really cool episode. It was like every week I was learning and learning and learning and learning. It's like an education. I guess after four years, I have a bachelor's degree in midnight on earth. Is that how that works? Yeah. We're going to give you an honorary degree at the end of next year. <laughs> because I've learned from, you. I've learned from some of the greatest people in the world. So episode 19 medicinal psychedelics with the former president of the Portland psychedelic society, Casey Mitchell, cool, sweet lady, unfortunately no longer the president. So lots of good information there, but she's no longer working with them. Episode 20, Autism and Psychedelics with Nathan Cooper. This was a really great interview from the perspective of someone who has mid-range autism, and he felt like that psychedelics really helped him discover himself and open himself up, and he was able to share his experience through the perspective of someone with autism. So really cool. cool stickers. Yes, he really does make cool stickers. 
with his visionary art, the Idolas, if I remember correctly, I think that's what it was. Episode 21, Santa Claus and Christmas with Manly P. Hall and Brent Anderson. That was kind of a cool, funny Christmas thing. It was kind of the only time we really did anything like that. Episode 22, which was 2021 predictions. The first time Natalie Lucia Anderson was on the show, not related to Brent Anderson. Maybe they are through some long and winding gene road, <laughs> different parents and grandparents, cousins, etc. There's a lot of Andersons in the world. Yeah, there's a know. lot of Andersons, <laughs> but this was the first time she was on and we talked about predictions and a lot of the stuff that she said came true. We went right back into another Manly P. Hall lecture. I didn't realize that. <laughs> now realizing that. Loving your enemies in the 12th commandment. Well, great topic. 12th commandment being something that I was prepping as a workshop series prior to doing the podcast. I was going to create this concept and kind of teach people this idea of the 12th commandment, which is creates heaven on earth, which really is like the 11th commandment. Of course, Jesus love each other. First 10, we know we're coming from Moses. Really cool episode. People loved that one. And then I kind of branched down a little bit. The next two episodes were with musicians. One was the founder of Section Z Records and Zion Management, Josh Hernandez. He was Dead Mouse's first manager. He had a lot of people under his roster, a lot of people that he propelled into later stardom, like Virtual Riot and some of the people in that scene. Nico Luminous, longtime underground bass musician, Burning Man, stalwart. The guy was just ingrained in festival culture for a very long time. And his music is just next level amazing. Episode 25, that was Electronic Music Medicine. All right, great episode. Boom Shika. <laughs> what a name. I don't know if that's her real name, but she was on the show talking about abundance and prosperity consciousness. She had a podcast called the millionaire hippie. I, it doesn't look like it's still active. Looks like she stopped doing the recordings in May of 2022. I know it's hard to maintain, but you have to, you have to make it a habit that way. If, if you're motivated or not motivated or whatever, you're going through some personal things in your life. You just have to keep going. Episode 27, that made me focus on, okay, we had Boom Shika kind of introduce us to these concepts. Now let's move into the kings of these concepts, Earl Nightingale and Napoleon Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, strong founders in uh, getting the law of attraction concepts out there for sure. And more. It was all the laws, really. Oh, yeah, all the laws. I mean, the yeah, all the universal laws. But they did focus on that, including so many other things. And I wanted people to hear his first original recording, The Strangest Secret, which was the first record, like vinyl record, of spoken word. And it was a gold record. It's encoded into our show now, episode 27, and a lecture from Napoleon Hill. Moving into episode 28, talking with the other side with Allison Gannon. What an incredible lady. Her school has been exploding. She teaches people how to be a medium. She's also a medium and she broke down kind of her gifts, like her life story, 
I love focusing on people's journey, like how they got from point A to point B and how they were able to develop the gifts. And she introduced me to MK McDaniel, the author who had a dark near death experience. After I read her book, I will never forget it. Misfit in hell to heaven expat. It's a long title. She went to hell and had to go through her own personal hell and then eventually prayed, spoiler alert, she eventually prayed and got herself out of it and went to heaven. It was like this cycle. And then she came back. I tried to talk to her about the DMT latent in her brain and she kept feeling like I was alluding to the fact that it was a drug experience and I was trying to tell her that no, it's a portal. Her experience was real, but that could have been the conduit for that. I'm not sure if she ever agreed, but... <laughs> At least I put it in her consciousness. Uh, episode 30, Guidance and Preparation for Death with Hospice Nurse and Medium Kim Copeland. That was amazing. I've talked to several people about this episode, people that were passing away, actually. Because Kim was able to see people around the people that were dying. So she could see their ancestors. She could see who was guiding them. She was getting communications from them. But she was also a hospice nurse. So she was around dying people constantly. Yeah, I really liked this episode. In fact, I appreciated episode 28, 29, and 30 all in a row because they all kind of, even though they were completely different people with different subjects, they all wove into each other and there were some similarities. Um, and her story was really fascinating how she'd be sitting in the room with someone and the experience that she would have as they were dying or um, like how she remember she was talking about how they were like almost clear or something, how their yeah. physical being that, that was really fascinating. Very fascinating. To listen to that one. <laughs> I want to listen to that one again, actually. It's powerful stuff. And episode 31, I got to have the interview of a lifetime for me as a person that grew up pre internet where, Things like books and comic books were prevalent in youth culture. Yes, we had Nintendo games. Yes, there was television, but it was so much more muted than it is now. It wasn't overwhelming and constant. So these fictional books, these comic books, really shaped my life because I was able to integrate some of the morals, ethics, and other esoteric things that were hidden within the comics because they came from the writers themselves, including this guy who was the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics in the 1980s, created the Venom character, created so much stuff. Absolute legend. And I'm going to be working with him on a project pretty soon. We became good friends, of course, as you can imagine. Episode 32, we talked to another legend, but in a different context, a cannabis legend. Talked to Paul Stanford, who was a advocate for legalization for so long, one of the first people to import hemp, paper hemp, into America from China. And he dedicated his life to cannabis activism. And guess what, people? He got screwed in the end. He got screwed in the end. He worked with some company... In Canada, he was their spokesperson. He helped them get a lot of seed funding. They paid him in stock and then devalued his stock. There was some situation where he got totally screwed. But 
I was able to capture and record his thoughts, his story. So it's always here. But things don't always work out the best for some of these people that sacrifice their life for like all of this. It's really interesting. It's like when it becomes a business, like the business can eat the magic sometimes. I don't know. That's absolutely true. Well, hopefully something comes around for him. I hope so too. Episode 33, Freemasonry in the 21st century. Here is the story, the magical story about this episode. I used to have an office in Multnomah Village in Portland, Oregon. As you know, cannabis is legal in Oregon, including medical cannabis, but not just medical. It's actually legal for anyone over 21 years old. Next to my office was a dispensary called FIDUS, F-I-D-U-S, FIDUS. And one day I went in there and I was talking with one of the regular bud tenders, as they're called. This wonderful person named EJ. Love that guy. And I was talking to EJ and I said, EJ, it's coming up on the 33rd episode. I would really like to have a Freemason on just because you know, the 33rd degree is the highest degree. It's so cool. And he said, wow, really? And I was like, yes. He said, I know a Freemason. And I said, really? <laughs> and he said, yes, his name's Richard Nowaki. I have his number. Let me connect you with him. And I was like, whoa, what? And then because I mentioned that to EJ at that dispensary, I connected with Richard and I was able to have him on and wow what an episode and of course we became friends a lot of these guests i've become friends with close friends including richard incredible episode if you want to learn about freemasonry it's really really cool stuff so if you're attracted to it definitely check it out episode 34 we went back to manly p hall man we were leading on him kind of hard i didn't realize that <laughs> now that i'm looking over this i'm like wow i was like manly 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 yeah, okay no i did i have <laughs> i have a stack of notes from all the manly okay. they're all so good and there's probably what 10 times as many as we have so far that are out there yeah i i, I more probably 100 I, I don't even know 100 times more episode 35 was the first beyond the news episode i had an epiphany that I should do kind of news, like cover the weird, wild, and wacky news. I don't really see that out there so much with podcasts or anything. And, of course, the show is absolutely dedicated in every way to Art Bell, who is my main inspiration, my spiritual guide, in addition to so many other spiritual guides out there. I was deeply influenced. I am deeply influenced by Art Bell. And I just wanted to maintain that vibe and even take it farther, to take it higher. And he always covered the news. I loved the way he covered the news. I love the way I covered the news because I love the fact that Bryn Anderson was with me and we do this. So we integrate this. I didn't want to do like the news every episode. It's like, wow, what a bummer. Like, you know, you're about to talk about all this heady stuff that you got to go through like 15 minutes of potentially depressing news. No, I don't want to do that. We'll just mush it all together and start doing it that way. Now, at that point, I had not decided the frequency of Beyond the News episodes. Later, I decided that it would be every seven episodes, but not yet. 
Okay, next episode, How to Use Your Head with Timothy Leary. We integrated him on the show. Episode 37, Star Seeds and Star Seed Consciousness with Saoirse Clare, the Star Seed Coach. Whoa, wasn't this just like a breakthrough? She was absolutely amazing. What a story. What a woman. She really started to help me tap into the star seed concept. I've always felt I was that way personally. I've always felt that aspect of myself. And I've kind of read about it or had read about it at that point, just a little bit here and there. But then she helped me take a deep dive and her version of the star seed concept is really powerful, but just star seeds in general, what that means, these Beings, these high-frequency conscious beings from other galaxies are transmitting their consciousness to the earth plane to manifest as human light workers who have a specific mission to activate humanity and raise earth's vibration so we can join the galactic family because that galactic consciousness is a higher frequency consciousness. So we need to evolve and grow to be able to be a part of it. We're a part of it, but in order to join the galactic family in the truest sense where we're traveling throughout galaxies in the universe, we need to do better. They don't want billboards in space. There's certain things that we just have to evolve past. And the star seeds are here to help humanity do that. Okay. Vanessa Rodriguez who recently had a child this is before that episode 38 the Akashic Records and the high frequency diet she's a person that can tap into the Akashic Records she has a podcast still going her podcast Feed Your Wild is still active and the high frequency diet aspect is something we came up with towards the end of our podcast trying to decide about the foods that high frequency starseed people can eat because foods have such an effect on our physicality and our hormones that we just talked about those things the foods that we can eat because I felt resonance with her as a high frequency person episode 39 pagans of Portland we had another conversation with Sorka McGinnis Really cool stuff there. Episode 40, The Visionary Experience with Aldous Huxley, another lecture episode. Episode 41, The 13 Moon Calendar and the Long of Time with Jacob Wyatt. He's someone that I also am friends with now. I love that guy. We're both rhythmic red dragons. Oh, man, I hope I remembered that right. I think that sounds right. I remember you saying We have that. the matching like Mayan time symbol. And he helped me understand the law of time and the 13 moon calendar, which is just based on synchronicity and synchronicity being true time. And we're in the Gregorian time, which is outside of the natural time of the universe. We're in, in an artificial time bubble. I actually got the 13 moon calendar after this episode. Shortly after this episode, I happened to go into a natural food store in a city I was visiting and they had the calendar that this organization makes. 
And so I followed that calendar for a year and it was really cool. Every day was a different blue spectral monkey or the red rhythmic dragon. And uh, it gave you a different birthday. It it was really fascinating. Um, It was a lot to follow every day for multiple years, but I did it for that one year. I'd be curious to check it out again, actually. Episode 42 is another Beyond the News. Episode 43, Mystical Fields with Soren Dreyer. Ah, he was a world-renowned psychic and mystic. Over 30-year career, we talked about mystical fields which connect all things, and not long after this episode, about six months later, he passed away. Now, I'm going to tell you something, people. I never edit content out of an episode ever. All I ever do when I do post-production on the episodes is noise reduction, Maybe I amplify some things, I clean things up, just so it sounds as pretty as it can be. But in this episode, I had to edit out all of his coughs because in between answers, he was hacking. (coughs) So it took me several, several hours, God, like a seven or eight hours to edit out all of the coughs. I knew something was up and... Not long after he graduated, this was his final interview on Earth. I'm so honored and blessed, and I deeply appreciate Soren Dreyer. Some of his students and people that he's worked with before reached out to me and let me know. So thank you, Soren Dreyer, and I appreciate being your last interview in this plane. Joseph Campbell, we brought him in as a lecture episode. Obviously, genius, mythologists, super articulate speaker. Love Joseph Campbell. That was our first introduction to him. Then Terrence McKenna brought him in. I mean, obviously also graduated, but he has amazing lectures as well. This one was called Walking Out of the Ordinary. And he just breaks down reality really, really, really clean episode, clear, concise Definitely check that out. 46, Birthing a New Paradigm with Harmony Fronterhouse. She wrote a book called Birthing a New Paradigm, A Journey of Ascension, where we talked about where the new earth is going, how we can construct that in our lives. Super sweet lady. That was the first time she was on. Love Harmony. She has a lot of great things to say. Love Harmony Fronterhouse. Yes, and a good book as well. Absolutely incredible book. Episode 47, Knowing Yourself by Letting Go. That was the first time we brought in Alan Watts. So cool stuff there. Getting quite a collection of uh, lectures beyond the veil. Yes. Yes, that was the thing. I knew that people wanted that. I knew we were gaining from it. And I loved it. And I loved talking about it and having Bryn here together. We just did that. And it was so cool. I couldn't stop. I just was not expecting the lecture episodes to be a thing at all. Like that was never the intention. I thought for sure it was going to just be all interviews And maybe it will be someday, but people love the lecture episodes so much that I just want to keep exposing people to those people that have graduated and still have valid, relevant information. Right. Those are all people that you would interview. Yes. If you were able to in this dimension. Oh, yeah. I'd be tracking them down. Oh, yeah, you would. Me, like the email, (laughs) publicists, all the above. Um, This was cool for me because... 
I'm a huge Grateful Dead fan, and I spent my 20s and kind of a big chunk of my 30s in the American jam band community, and that whole underground world. I love all the different tribes, the Burning Man tribe, the jam banders, the Anjuna people, all the different, the reggae people, the rainbow people. Like I love all the different tribes of underground psychedelia in America. But that's where I came from. That's like kind of where my roots are, where I started. There's a podcast called No Simple Road, which I highly recommend if you love Grateful Dead and jam band culture. I had the entire crew of No Simple Road on the show. I'm super honored. And we talked about the mystery, the magic, and the metaphysics of the Grateful Dead. And what an episode that was. Probably the only time all three of them were on a different podcast together. And here's the thing. I was a guest on their show, episode 48. I've been a guest on their show several times, but that was our first meeting. It's still their longest episode at over four hours, and it's almost a biography of that aspect of my life. So I knew that as I got to episode 48, I had to have them on to close the circle and complete the circuit, if you know what I mean. Episode 49, Ghost Hauntings and Electronic Voice Phenomena, EVPs, Ghost Recordings with Dale Kazmarek of the Ghost Research Society. This was the first Coast to Coast with Art Bell alumni that I had on the show, and I was so honored. This was cool for me because when that happened, I knew that I was getting there. Obviously, every episode, the shows were gaining more listenership. It has never stopped growing. Every day, new people were coming on. They still are. But for me, this was like, wow, actual Coast to Coast with Art Bell alumni. Oh, my God. I felt honored. And let me tell you, people, cool episode. Dear God, if you want to hear these ghost recordings, we integrated a lot of it into the episode. He brought some recordings. Definitely check that one out. And Jake's been trying to get me to go to a cemetery with a microphone ever since. Yes, I, I want to go yes to a cemetery in Portland, Oregon, where I had an experience with some recording equipment at a very late hour, like three in the morning or something, and see what we pick up because he picked up quite a bit. And he has a society, the Ghost Research Society, where they've done several of those trips and visitations and made recordings, so. I think you should just go with that guy. <laughs> you can tell me about it later. Hey, he's still alive. I mean, come on. Episode 50, another Beyond the News. Episode 51 was also a watershed moment for me and a very big accomplishment, I felt like, in my world of podcasting. I was the first podcaster to ever podcast from inside Red Rocks while a show was happening, while a show was going on. One of these psychedelic jam bands, these American jam bands, where they ritualistically set up an experience for people to take psychedelics and the music becomes like a shaman for the people and they guide them on a trip and they have this powerful experience where they connect with higher energies through music at places like Red Rocks. And it's just, whoa, it's kind of part of the American underground scene, that whole metaphysical world. So we went there and we talked to people before the show, during set break, after second set, on the way back. It just, it's 
Uh, it's one of my big accomplishments. I, I feel really proud in a service oriented sort of way that I was able to create that and give that to humanity. It meant a lot for me to do that. And it was a complimentary episode, I think to episode 48. So that closed out your first year, huh? It sure did. We were hitting our first year as that week. And yes, into the next week, episode 52 angels and angelic communication with Tina Michelle. This was one of the first spiritual experiences I had while recording an episode. It's just a few times this has happened with this experience. I was talking to Tina prior to the show, which I like to do with guests. We schedule a two hour block and I connect with the guests before I connect with the guest after sometimes during the before and after segments, they reveal things to me that are not on the episode. Or some other magic happens. In this case, one of the things that Tina did was draw the angels that she saw, which were almost like blobs of energy. They were kind of like not necessarily a circle, just kind of like these energy figures, but not humanoid, just colors around them. And she would draw those colored kind of entities and she would put capes on them capes in like you know color of the capes i was like wow and while i was talking to her via zoom people i started to see these shapes these entities take form around her and i was like what is going on i'm tapping my monitor like is something wrong with my monitor and we go through the interview And as I talk to her, I tell her what happened. And she said, oh, well, I only put the capes on there myself. They don't actually have the capes. I only put the capes on there myself just to delineate each being in the drawings. So what I saw were those energy beings without capes. Because they were the colors that she said hers were, something like that, or the shapes they were? Is that They were the shapes, and how she described that, it was exactly the same. Mind-blowing. And then William Bukowski, founder of the Portland Psychic School, great episode, incredible story. Portland Psychic School is no longer open. I know that he moved to Chicago and opened up a different school. I don't know if that's still active, but great episode if you're learning what it means to be a psychic yourself. And then we again moved into another psychic concept, the author of Games, Psychics Play, a guidebook to enhance your intuitive and psychic gifts. This was Cassie Allard. Really cool stuff if you're trying to learn how to emphasize your psychic abilities more. Episode 55, Elena Denan. Oh, my God. This was another watershed, like, break the damn moment episode where we learned about the different alien races and she strengthened the star seed concept within me and helped me understand things more highly recommend that episode with Elena Denan, who is a leader in the scene of that world, the star seed seed. If there's such a thing, whoa, heavy episode, incredible lady. Next one being Tyler Zaradnik of contact tour. I don't even think they're around anymore. They were a group of younger UFO enthusiasts that were 
working with the CE5 initiative, and I just don't think they're out there anymore. So it was cool to capture that moment in time and capture the thoughts of these people as they moved on to other things. Episode 57, Beyond the News, episode 58. Another legend, a la Ken Babs, Dennis McKenna was on the show. And we talked about unlocking the mystery in the McKenna Academy, his mystery school, his online school that he has. And I got to ask him questions that ah, I've been waiting my whole life to ask him. That was a great legendary interview. And I saved some things for next time. So here we go with that. Huh? What a great one. Dennis McKenna. Oh my God. That was so cool. I hope you're having fun listening to us kind of go through the episodes. We're just celebrating our birthday. I'm just telling you little anecdotes about some of the things that happened while I recorded these episodes in celebration of all the work that we have done. Myself, Bryn, the guests, and all the people listening. Yes, it's actually energy you're investing into us by listening to us. So we appreciate it. So we're just celebrating. Hopefully we're not boring the crap out of you right now. (laughs) No, I think it's cool. I actually think this is super cool. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm you know, fun. episodes get buried as you go along. So I it's know. It's nice to stop at year three and actually go back and look at where you've come from, especially when you interview people more than once or if someone's graduated or if they're no longer doing what they're doing or, you know, you have an update on their life. It's kind of cool to hear about that because you might not otherwise hear anything so yeah. way to go. Yeah. I just, it's reflections. <laughs> I don't, I don't really do these reflections, so it's good to kind of remember like you said where we came from so 59 initiation of the pyramid another manly that was probably one of the most powerful manly p hall lectures i've ever listened to mind blowing one of the crux points being that uh a lot of the shamanic teachers and different ascended master teachers around the world had their students simulate death and have a near-death experience so They knew that when they died, nothing would happen in that sense. So they had no fear. Really powerful lecture. And Gnosticism and the Gnostic Jesus was one of the greatest authors, psychologists, and spiritualists, Jacqueline Small. I also believe that Jacqueline Small has graduated. This was also her final interview. And she was a leader. She had a 50-year career talking about some of these new age topics. That book is one of the best books on Gnosticism I've ever read. Gnosticism being the early version of Christianity, that first 100 years. Really powerful stuff. Very honored to be Jacqueline Small's final interview. Ah, another person that graduated. Somebody sent me an email about it. Because this, again, was her final interview. Bless you, Jacqueline, on your journey to the next dimension. I know you're watching over us. Please uh, tell them how much uh, we want this world to change. Don't send help. Okay. Episode 61, Orbs and Healing Through STE's Spiritually Transformative Experiences. That was a cool one. Oh, my God. Orbs, you know, those things we used to tank with our digital cameras, spiritual light beings. It seems like something's up with them. Great episode. My dad caught some on his little ring camera at the front door, actually. These green orbs. It was pretty wild. Yes. And 
episode 62, we had an episode on conscious cannabis cultivation where we talked about the spirituality behind cannabis and some of the organic growing techniques with a very experienced grower. Great episode. Another lecture episode with Alexander Shulgin after that. Wow, he's another legend. Yeah, that was good. He created, of course, over 250 psychedelic compounds and tested them all out on himself. (laughs) Thanks for being the lab rat there, Shulgin. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, episode 64, dude, beyond the news, we're back. Episode 65, yet again, another Art Bell, Coast to Coast alumni. I was very honored to speak with Michael Cremo, author of the book Forbidden Archaeology. He was someone that was very close with Art Bell. I was very honored to have him on. We had a great conversation. Highly recommend that episode. I did not know he was Hindu himself and knew a lot about Vedic human history. Very cool guy. Episode 66, we had the final interview with Frank Kopeters, who studied under the Hungarian shaman, Yuska Sus. So, wow, definitely check that episode out. Luke Sala, who lives in Amsterdam, another journalist who was essentially doing podcasting in the 80s, where he would interview prominent people in a renegade time style and publish those interviews via public television and other means. Legendary dude had a great conversation with him. Great episode. We're going to have him back on soon. I think that's a solid choice. Zach Schwartz, Archangel Training and Conscious Evolution. He wrote a book called An Archangel Training Manual, a metaphoric look at transpersonal psychology. So not necessarily training to be an archangel, but then... Using that as a metaphor, we're all archangels in training. Maybe we are in a literal sense. I don't know. Episode 69, Ramdas. This was the first time we brought in Ramdas's energy on this show. Powerful energy. Recorded in 1987. Great lecture beyond success. Episode 70, we brought back the goddess Bryn Anderson. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Did I talk about herbs and plants? Yes. Energetic herbalism and plant consciousness. Great episode. 71, Beyond the News. 72, another Tom Bowden episode. He shared with us the things that have changed since the last time we had talked and the updates on UFOs in Oregon. Again, he's having health problems, so let's pray for that guy. 73, Jason Scott came back on a feral fungi. And I went to his then factory at the time. He, When he was on the show the first time, he was just starting his company. At that point, he had a huge warehouse with all the stainless steel. <laughs> Incredible spatiric gear. Oh, my God. The amount of stuff that he had was just, whoa, mind-blowing. And I got to interview him on site at that place. So very cool interview. 74 2022 predictions. We move into 2022. And Natalie Lucia Anderson came back on to talk about what she had got right, which she had got wrong, which was literally nothing. And then her predictions for the next year. That's so cool. You were able to have her back. Oh, she's been coming on every year next year. Actually this year, I should say she's going to come back on again. So here we go for 2024. 
Okay, episode 75, Carl Jung. This was cool because I didn't even know there were like recordings of him, and I found some rare recordings of Carl Jung. And a lot of the times, the recordings are almost unlistenable, but because I have audio engineering skills, I've gone to school for it. I've also self-taught myself several things. I clean up a lot of these and make them way more listenable. This was one of those experiences. Remember that. It was a lot harder for us to listen to than for the listeners to listen to your cleaned up version, for sure. Yes, yes. And episode 76, I met with Janice Carey again. And this time I used a pendulum in a haunted restaurant in Portland, Oregon, a very well-known, supposedly, I believe, haunted restaurant. And she helped me make a pendulum and some very supernatural things happened as we asked the pendulum questions. At one time, I had the pendulum without moving my hand at all being perfectly still was completely extended and spinning at top speed, almost like a propeller on an airplane. So there's big energy at that restaurant and good food. If you like the McMenamin's food, <laughs> big energy and good food. Is that yeah. their slogan? Yeah. Ghosts and ghosts and burgers. Toast? Ghosts and ghosts toast. and toast. Though I don't eat me. Episode 77. I talked to Jill purse who is the wife of Rupert Sheldrake. And we talked about her 40 year career, teaching people about the power of voice. And she was one of the earliest proponents of ancestral family healing. So killer episode 78 beyond the news 79 was a tribute episode. Our first tribute episode to Teek not Han, who influenced me greatly. I could say me as well. And it was very sad that he passed. We found a very cool lecture called The Interbeing. And we did a tribute episode to him and listened to that lecture. So really cool. Teague Not Hans on the other side pulling for us as well. I found shortly before he passed, actually, the monastery where he lives in France, Plum Village, has like a whole app with podcasts and prayers and meditations and songs and all kinds of cool stuff. There's like a, you know, a meditation bell you can have ring hourly. There's um, many talks by him on there. Um, that was a, a really cool thing that I found um, by him and the people he works with. Yes. Beautiful soul, beautiful human being, Vietnamese monk, legendary author. Crazy story too. Wild story. Teak not Han. So episode 80, Tiana Roser, Awakening Transformation, a beginner's guide to becoming your higher self. So this was an episode where we kind of gave people the 101 experience because really Midnight on Earth is the 101 experience intermixed with more advanced knowledge. But we want people that have never had a spiritual experience or are just beginning to learn about spiritual things to come here and use this as a reservoir. Find the things that you resonate with and listen to those episodes. And then you'll find you'll be attracted to other episodes and you'll just be learning, learning, learning. So <laughs> that's some of the thinking behind it. Episode 81. I was not expecting to do another tribute episode so soon after Teak, 
But the legendary teacher and one of my mentors, Bob Proctor, passed away. Now, I've never met Bob. I could have. I blew that. Totally blew not going to one of his seminars while he was still alive and I knew about him. But in 2015, a very good friend turned me on to Bob Proctor and all of the prosperity consciousness thinking. And I took the deep dive like you wouldn't believe. I was listening to Bob Proctor every single day, listening to the same recordings dozens and dozens of times to get it in my subconscious. I finally did. Just as he recommends. If Exactly. Re repetition is how we learn. It finally sunk in and reality started to change around me. He's one of the biggest forces in my life that really helped me understand things. He also introduced me to Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill. Every time he would mention an author, I would write it down and then try to see where Bob Proctor learned from. He often said he's just a normal guy. He learned all these things. I wanted to learn those things too. So I learned from him and all the people that he learned from and more. So, wow, Bob Proctor also pulling for us on the other side. Episode 82, The Genesis Code with Richard Haynes. He talked about the metaphors and hidden things found in the Bible. Great episode. And he's also the only samurai that I've had on the show. So trained samurai. <laughs> Episode 83, another lecture by Terrence McKenna. Episode 84 was talking again with Casey Mitchell at that point, former president of the Portland Psychedelic Society. Incredible healer, great lady. Wherever she is now, I hope she's doing well. 85, beyond the news again. 86, the Pleiadian message and the cosmic Christ with Christine Day. This goddess this woman this author another starseed proponent she was able to help us understand even more the starseed perspective by three wonderful ladies help me understand this and help us understand this episode 87 embracing the goddess with grail corsini valandar she's a high priestess of the goddess temple of ashland and we became really good friends as you can imagine she loves the Grateful Dead. I love the Grateful Dead. I love the goddess. She loves the goddess. I'm a human. She's a human. I'm spiritual. She's spiritual. Of course, we're going to be friends. <laughs> like, it just matches. The frequency matches. And as I went through Ashland not long after this interview, I stopped and visited the goddess temple. Absolutely beautiful place. There were places I could not go because I was a male, and I'm okay with that. But she did open up certain areas and the students that were there that were in training, they all gathered around me in a circle and they sang me a song and they gave me gifts as a tribute. I really felt taken care of and loved. It was an honorable, amazing visit. The coolest ladies out there are learning to tap into the goddess. They want to take it higher. That's so cool. I'd like to visit that place. It was wild when the, the song, like you're in this temple you're in the middle, they're gathered around you in a circle and they're all singing to you <laughs> and honoring the goddess at the same time. Whoa, very powerful stuff. Whoa. Uh, 88, Demonology and Black Magic with Manly P. Hall. That was a cool one. You know, we want to learn about these things. We're not going to do it. We're not going to take that path. But we want to know about it. Nothing wrong with good old information. So, 89, we brought back Jim Shooter, the legend, the comic book legend. He came back and I connected him with the biggest fans of the three companies that he started. 
And it was an incredible interview. There was the first time I've had like several guests and patching in phone calls, things like that. Episode 90, again, we bring on Alan Watts and we learn about Hinduism, which is something incredible to learn about. Episode 91, The Naked Voice and the Power of Sound with Chloe Goodchild. This was a breakthrough interview for me because this lady, this goddess, is incredibly well-known around the world. She wrote the play The Vagina Monologues, and she had sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden with all of the famous actresses at the time. And of course, she wrote the book The Naked Voice, which was just this like seminal book on the power of sound. And she has her own podcast, too. Really cool lady. And guess what, people? For the episode, when we were having kind of our introduction talk, as I do, like I said, with all the guests, we started talking about the Pleiadians. And this did not make it on the episode. But she told me directly that she knows scientists, leaders in the field from around the world that claim that they are getting downloads or have made contact with these Pleiadian entities and they are being given technology which they then translate into the earthly plane. Was not expecting to hear this from Chloe Goodchild. So, <laughs> Maybe I will release that one day as some sort of Patreon bonus or something like that. Episode 92, Beyond the News. Kept going with that. That's, I think, at that point, we had established the every seven-episode cycle. Episode 93, The Earth Game and the Evolution of Consciousness with Christian Thaggard, where he talked about how we may be existing within a pre-designed reality, the purpose of evolution. Great episode. Episode 94, Sacred Autism in the New Earth. So this was different than the previous autism episode because she feels that these autistic children are energetic anchors for the New Earth energy, the New Earth 5D consciousness. And they show up as autistic or extremely autistic, but that they're actually this thing. She had a story about how they were able to talk to a certain autistic child who was able to communicate higher knowledge via a typewriter. Really interesting, powerful stuff. Definitely check out Alex Marcou on that one. Episode 95, that's the first time we brought in Neville Goddard, The Secret Power in the Christ Consciousness. So cool lecture. He's even before Bob Proctor and probably in the same era as Earl Nightingale. And again, I've said this on previous episodes, the Christ consciousness is the interface between source and human consciousness or the evolved consciousness of individuated advanced beings because other entities and lower forms of consciousness or different forms of consciousness work in a group consciousness and they're constantly in rapport with source and the Christ consciousness. But as you evolve, when the individuation occurs, then you need that interface with source, that Christ consciousness that helps humanity evolve, shows up throughout the universe with different names. He talks about that early on. I think it was from the 
fifties at the time. The lecture. Episode 96. This episode was really neato because it was with Sabrina Donito. <laughs> How many times has that joke got her in school or something? <laughs> I don't know. You're so neato, Sabrina. Uh, actually, you know, uh, I think she's Italian. So I don't know if that's even an Italian word. But she's a lady who is able to tap into these sacred sites and get these light codes for humanity from all of these PowerPoints around the world, including Egypt. She wrote a really dense book. That was a lot to read called enlightenment codes for cosmic ascension, a sacred journey through creation. It definitely takes some laser beam focus, but she does have an audio book version that she recorded. If I remember correctly. So she went to different sites mm-hmm. and she channeled some of the beings that were there okay. and also received information about different light codes that uh, can help humanity evolve. Awesome. Yeah. Cool lady. Really sweet. Nice lady. Episode 97, Napoleon Hill. We brought him back on solo by himself to talk about the principles of manifestation and success. Loved that episode. And at this point, you're realizing, wow, this is like going to school and we've learned so much by like almost 100 episodes. So, And he keeps going. Episode 98, Alaska's Mysterious Triangle and the Shadow People with Mike Ricksecker. Another coast-to-coast alumni, and he talked about Alaska's Bermuda Triangle and other anomalous things and his times in Egypt as well. Not nearly as talked about as the Bermuda Triangle or other places. Like that seems like a a fringe mysterious triangle. Yeah, <laughs> you don't I hear mean, about as much. Do you know about uh, Africa's mysterious octagon? No. Oh my! God. You that- thought the triangle was fun. We got an <laughs> octagon now. Shit goes down in the octagon. Uh, <laughs> well, there is that hexagon on in Antarctica. Oh, oh! What about the Florida parallelogram? Oh, yeah. Actually, I remember somebody talking about that recently. Ah, man. Bigfoot comes out of that one. Okay. (laughs) Episode 99. Geometry is crazy. (laughs) Beyond the News, June 2022. You know, we just kept it going every seven episodes. Uh, Episode 100, Transformative Near-Death Experiences with Michelle Claire. What a sweetheart she was and three-time near-death experience survivor. Three times. Yeah. It yeah. kept happening, huh? It kept mm. happening. I mean, I I think I can't remember how it all played out, but I do remember the third one. She fell off a ladder. She was changing the light bulb and cracked her skull open. Like, just like, you know, she's, cl- you know what I'm saying? Like, you have this yeah. high chandelier or some sort of light fixture. You're climbing to the top of the ladder. Your little kids are around. And all of a sudden, the ladder starts shaking. And all of a sudden, you're dead. But Dang. then you come back. I asked her during the interview if, like, the third time was enough. Like, does she need to do it again? And <laughs> no more she, ladders. Yeah, she said, no. She said next time is definitely the final time. So, so she thinks. She probably thought that about the second time. Uh, episode 101, Channeling Archangel Lucifer with Penelope Badger. Interesting interview. She wrote a book about it. Morning Star, Channeling Lucifer. And I got a lot of flack for this episode because 
I didn't really like condemn her. I just talked to her. I listened to what she said. I listened to her story. Some things I'd agreed with, some things I didn't, but I wasn't going to just like be rude to her. I wanted to just treat her like I would treat any of my friends, any of my beautiful human friends. It's not like she did anything weird. She's just channeling and writing a book. So interesting story. I think, and it, it didn't even really have anything to do with the typical Luciferian situation that stems to the Judeo-Christian experience or anything like that. It was, it was deeper than that, different, but people just kind of assumed. So whatever though, great episode. <laughs> Only a few people assumed. I, I guess so. Manly P. Hall. The mystical Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Look, to balance it out, I just brought in <laughs> Jesus's energy. And I love Jesus. And I love Jesus's energy and what Jesus brought to the table for humanity. And Jesus seems to show up in all the new age circles. Nicole Ballow, the Egyptian shaman, talked about interacting with Jesus on her biggest uh, journeys into those realms. It's an energy, the Christ consciousness. It shows up everywhere in different forms, again, throughout the universe for conscious beings that need it at that time. I really want to meet an alien Jesus. Oh, wow. What a powerful experience <laughs> that is. Like like some advanced centipede or something. You know what I mean? Like centipede Jesus on planet whatever. Very interesting. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. Oh my God. Okay. So then we went into the Enlightenment Project and Finding Inner Peace with Jonathan Robinson, a best-selling author who also coincidentally helped to arrange Stevie Wonder singing Imagine with children from around the world at the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. Incredible book and I actually went to visit him personally at his house in the northern area of California. So had a great experience with him there as well. Episode 104, Evan Burton of the band Indubious, the incredible legendary West Coast psychedelic reggae band, talked about his musical journey and the power of Iboga, the incredible plant medicine that has change people's lives. It's similar to ayahuasca. It's where ibogaine is derived from, but it's a completely different experience. That's like the synthesized derivative. This is the true plant medicine. His brother went to Africa and was trained with the tribe to become an aboga shaman. So, wow. Great band. Also in dubious, highly recommend. Yes, definitely check out all their music. We were able to play a song during that episode, but yeah, wow. Highly recommend that one. Iboga. He also has a podcast, correct? Yes, Living in Dubiously. Episode 105, How to Take Charge of Your Life with Jim Rohn. Another motivational speaker. I love motivational speakers. How can you not love like motivational speakers? <laughs> they're so motivating. They're so motivating, <laughs> and all they're trying to do is help you become more than you were before evolve in a way just grow it's so positive so love jim Rohn, another great one that had passed episode 106 beyond the news episode 107 love is a spiritual practice with matt bussey and jen bowler he's a yoga teacher ordained buddhist monk really cool conversation there Episode 108, this is another favorite of mine. They're all my favorites for different reasons, but 
Wendy Weir, sister of Grateful Dead guitarist Bob Weir, talked about her book, In the Spirit, Conversations with the Spirit of Jerry Garcia, where she actually tells the story of her journey and how she communicates with the oversoul of Jerry Garcia. And my God, Wendy and I have become good friends, of course. We're so similar frequency people, obviously spiritual, metaphysical, and loving the Grateful Dead. She got to be there firsthand, like right there, uh, front row, and had incredible stories that you can only find in that episode, including about how she was the chauffeur for Joseph Campbell when he went to a Grateful Dead concert because they knew she wasn't going to dose him or wasn't going to be high in any way. She was totally sober and strained. So I just want to mention that you just blew past uh, year two. You have now entered year three. Oh, oh, you're right. You know, it's just time's flowing. I, as I'm <laughs> remembering how cool these episodes were, like time is just flowing by. So, wow. Yeah, highly recommend checking out that interview with Wendy. And we've got a lot of cooking. So she's a good, good friend of mine who I've also gone to visit and connect with. Episode 109, The Eight Circuits of Consciousness with Robert Anton Wilson. We brought him in. He's a controversial counterculture figure, but also with some good information. There were certain things I didn't agree with, but still really cool stuff. And after talking with Wendy about being the chauffeur of Joseph Campbell, to the Grateful Dead show, which he had an incredible time, of course, as like, how could you not, right? <laughs> Episode 110, we did a three-part series called The Hero's Journey, where we captured an interview series that he did with the interviewer, Bill Moyers, and spread it out over a certain amount of time. So that was part one. Before podcasts, there was Bill Moyers on uh, <laughs> public television. Yeah, Luke Sala and 70 of the underground people. Yeah, for sure. Okay, episode 111, 111. Unlocking the plant spirit consciousness with Sarah Artemisia. She's a cool lady. Oh, my goddess. This lady was so cool. Look at that smile. Look at those bright eyes. This was the second spiritual experience, but honestly, I skipped the first one. This was actually the third. So I forgot the first one. I was way back, but we'll, I'll tell you what happened. In this episode, we talked about her Plant Spirit Wisdom Academy, where she teaches people to be a plant spirit communicator. She talks to plants. And again, the spiritual experience, the mind-blowing supernatural experience that I had was when I was looking at her I was talking with her via zoom now I solemnly and sincerely promise and swear that I was not on any psychedelic substances when this happened I drink tea when I'm on these episodes that's about it especially if it's daytime if we're doing beyond the news I'm going to be completely honest with you people you've made it this far in the episode I do smoke cannabis while we're doing that occasionally but the thing that happened was while I was looking at her, she started turning into a tree visually. Like, and I was like, this is so weird. Like, why does she all of a sudden start to look like a tree? Uh, this is so intense. Okay, so then I'm talking 
go through the interview. After the interview, I say, look, I know this is going to sound strange, but you're on midnight on earth. So you already know <laughs> that that's our stock in trade. That's our bread and butter and all those things. I started to visually see you as a tree. She told me that during a plant spirit meditation situation where she was having conversations with these plant spirits, they told her that she was a tree and I saw her as a tree. That was powerful. That's how I know this show is so amazing. Like we're really doing work. I skipped over the first one. So technically that was the third one. So I'm sorry I skipped it over. I'm going to go back. I'm going to tell you what it is. So when I had Kim Copeland on, she told me that she could see my angels behind me, even though, again, we were on Zoom. And they were so proud of me and all of these other really nice things. And at that moment, because she's a media, uh, she said, they're very proud of you. And I felt it felt like someone put their left hand on my shoulder. My shoulder started tingling and she said something about that and whoa. So just trying to serve, do my best. So that was the three things. Sorry. I jumped around a little bit. I forgot that first one there. That's an important story to go back to. That's yeah. super cool. I oh, know. It just uh, made me remember that. Those are the three things that have happened so far. <laughs> one twelve, clearing your beliefs to change your life with Lion Goodman. That was a great one. He is another person that had a near-death experience when he was shot in the head. Oh, my God. Oh God. Yeah. And then, of course, he becomes a motivational speaker. I mean, kind of <laughs> like what else, what, what else are you going to do after you get shot in the head? <laughs> and you like, survive. That's pretty motivating. Yes. <laughs> You're uh, like, I uh, should be doing something really important now. Episode 113, be on the news again. Episode 114, channeled messages from American presidents and our future world with Gates McKibben. This is someone that Wendy Weir introduced me to. And she wrote a book called Open Gates, Recollections of a Mystic, the Love, Hope, Give series, and Epic Steps, Rekindling Democracy, Unity, and Peace, featuring messages sent down by Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Dwight Eisenhower. So, wow. I'm going to try to connect her with Laura Eisenhower, who's out there in the New Age circles as a speaker. Episode 115, The Astrology of Bitcoin with Adam Summer, who's a cryptocurrency expert and also really well-known astrologer and writer. So that was great. Yeah, he's super cool. He also has his own show and has like weekly, I wouldn't call them newsletters, um, more like prose about like he, he turns the astrological planets and forces and connects them with archetypes. He's almost like astrologer meets Joseph Campbell and, he, and then he brings in mythological stories. It's super cool. Interesting. Yeah. Cool guy. He's coming back. And then Sabrina Donito came back on episode 116 because she felt compelled to tell people about her Venus light technology. And this is something that she developed with the aid of advanced light beings to heal people and help us all evolve. It's, it's very advanced. So, wow. I like how she uh, 
has on her biography that she's a cosmic midwife. <laughs> she's cool. trying to birth a new consciousness. Yeah, I know. That's cool. That's a cool title. Uh, okay. And then after that was part two of the hero's journey with Joseph Campbell and Bill Moyers, where he kind of did the legwork for the interview. Because honestly, you know why? Joseph Campbell graduated. Otherwise, of course, his email box would be full of my emails. <laughs> Come on the show. Now, to back up for a second, yeah. when Joseph Campbell went to see the Grateful Dead, was that just because he wanted to see the Grateful Dead? Or was that because he was studying the mythology around the Grateful Dead culture? He met Mickey Hart. The drummer of the Grateful Dead, one of the drummers, while he was jogging, they lived in the same neighborhood, and Mickey invited him to come down the next time he was in the area. Gotcha. So that's what happened. And, of course, he loved it because he saw it as the Dionysian ritual, the metaphysical mystery school initiation, all of those things. Right. I can't imagine him going and not seeing, you know, the layers there. So. Yes, and feeling that energy that we love so much. Episode 118, Connecting with Higher Worlds and the Path of Light. This gentleman, Gary Josephson, was part of a U.S. government program to manipulate genetics to increase psychic abilities. And he was one of the children born from the parents that were a part of this program. So, whoa. Whoa. Kind of crazy. He's had a crazy life. So, definitely interesting episode. And then the next episode, I was at the Witch Fest PDX in Portland, Oregon, this was put on by Sorka McGinnis and all of the people involved with the pagans of Portland, the witches of Cascadia, and those groups, they came together to create a one-day event. And I got to do live podcasting while I was there. It was a very fun, beautiful, happy experience. I loved it all. And of course, they're going to be having me back as they do it again next year. I'm the official podcast of Witchfest. <laughs> PDX. I'm so honored to be that. Yeah, that was so cool. They had such beautiful dances and songs and uh, the vending booths all had beautiful items. Got some great earrings there. That was fun. Yes. Witchfest. Witchfest PDX. Look it up next year. Episode 120, Beyond the News. We did it again. How many Beyond the News is this? I don't even know. I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. A lot. It's a lot of news. Yeah. <laughs> we usually do about 20 to 30. No, it's more like 25 to 35 stories per episode. Right. And it takes a minute to get those. So that's why it's every seven weeks because it really takes that much time for those stories to build up. Episode 121, The Cedars and Humanity's Origins with, again, Elena Danan. And she talked about her newest book where she described how humanity was seeded with the combination of dozens of alien species DNA and how we've actually won. We've actually already defeated the forces that we're trying to destroy earth. We now have to move into a new earth and just let that go and destroy humanity. It's over, but they're done. We won. So she's saying episode 122 understanding endarkenment with deborah eden tall wow she was an awesome lady yes how divine darkness is an equal component to divine light and by understanding our shadow self we can actually heal and grow it's whoa whoa it was a powerful conversation it's it's like embodying like enlightenment is going out 
and endarkenment is going in. So you're like, you, you get enlightened, but then the endarkenment is bringing that back into this dimension, what you learned as you were enlightened. Very cool. Episode 123, Dr. Richard Allen Miller, Consciousness and the Holographic Universe. He was one of the leading paranormal researchers for the Navy, an ESP researcher, very, very well-known guy. That was a wild interview. Oh, my God. I'll just say that. I love the guy. Very wild interview. Episode 124 was the third part of the hero's journey with Joseph Campbell. We closed that out. Episode 125, Microdosing Mindfulness and the Power of Awe with Dr. Michael Amster. That was really cool. He just like saw how you can completely heal and have a complete meditation session in a very short time by just seeing the awe and the awesomeness and the divinity and the God and everything, every moment. And if you can stop and do that, then you can clear yourself, whatever's in you energetically that's disruptive. You can move that away simply by resonating with the awe of the moment. So, <laughs> And is awe an acronym? Yes. And then episode 126, we brought back Natalie Lucia Anderson again for her 2023 predictions. Episode 127, we're rolling with Beyond the News. Episode 128, Tyler Panor's back. And we go deeper. I bring the guests on again because the first episodes are the introductions. The second or third episodes, that's when we really dive deep and we can refer to the previous episode to get all the previous information, the stuff that is the foundational aspects. I actually really like that because there's often a lot you could go into that would make each interview like four or five hours long. So it's cool to be able to go back and delve into a little piece of something that they talked about. Right. Episode 129, Magnetic Fields of the Human Body. Do you remember that one, Brent? I do. Manly P. Hall. That was super cool. Yeah. Killer episode with Manly. 1989. That was a good one. Ah. It's all coming back to me. That's why we're doing this birthday <laughs> celebration because so it's a good. refresher because most of you have listened to all of these with us. So it's a refresher for you as well. Like, remember what we've learned? Oh my God. Look at everything that we've learned from this podcast. Whoa. Well, you are going to get that degree. I think ah, look, if you could prove you've listened to every episode as we get after year four, <laughs> so we're going into that. Then I will send you a certificate. How about that? A signed certificate. Honorary bachelor's degree from the University of Midnight on Earth. I love that, actually. We'll talk about that more. That's a great idea. Yeah, let's come up (laughs) with a way to do that. Episode 130, we brought back Harmony Fronterhouse, who we talked about the birthing a new paradigm book with. We talked about crystals and crystal consciousness. And we talked about that new paradigm again. And what an episode. Super cool lady, very honored that she's on the show. Just as much as I was honored that the graduated Alan Watts came back and he talked about the mystical origins. And he talked about the mystical origins of Christianity. So really cool stuff there from the great Alan Watts. Episode 132, we brought back Jacob Wyatt. And I think we really cracked the synchronicity 13 moon concept. I understood it the first time, 
But after this interview, it was so clear and so concise, I truly grasped the law of time and what Jose Arguez was talking about and synchronicity. It finally clicked for me in a big way. It clicked before. It clicked even harder now on this one. Highly recommended episode. And then we had very well-known author and evolved entrepreneur Yannick Silver. Really cool guy. And he had this like cosmic journal that was so powerful. It's this cool book that just really pulls you along. With cards also, right? Yes. And like a uh, Oracle deck that he created. We pulled a card together. I still have it. There are no wrong turns. Love you, Yannick. <laughs> episode 134, Beyond the News again. Thank God it's still going. And episode 135, The Pull to God with Ram Dass. We brought Ram Dass back again. And I, again, would say this just like I said it back in March. I'd love to pull you to God in your own way, of your own volition, however you figure it out. If I could influence you to hit that high note, I'd love to help. <laughs> Episode 136, The Healing Power of Universal Law with Manly P. Hall. Okay, I guess we have really integrated Manly <laughs> show. Is he the host or am I? I don't remember anymore. Well, it's like beyond the news every seventh episode. Maybe Manly's every uh, every know. other random episode. <laughs> I don't think you have an exact number uh, on that. But Okay, episode 137, Cracking the Matrix and the Law of Attraction, again with musician Nico Luminous. Really cool episode. Episode 138, Proof of Spiritual Phenomena and the Journey of the Spiritual Scientist with Mona Sabhani. What a story she had. Very literal lady, degrees, science, and then had spiritual experiences which challenged her conventional thinking. Caused her to expand as, as it should. Episode 139, we had the son of legendary musician Michael Franti on Cappy Franti where he talked about teaching yoga nidra and the healing power of music. Episode 140, Craig Campobasso. He wrote this amazing book about the UFO hotspots all around the country and the world, where to go, where to find them. That book was awesome. If you're a UFO hunter, he inspired me to check out some of the really powerful places the next time I'm in Sedona, Arizona. So if I disappear, if I warp into another earth or another dimension with my family or whoever I'm with, we know what happened. You huh? know what happened. Okay. I'll let you know because he told me where that happens. And I would love to journey to another planet in my lifetime. That's probably the only way I'm going to be able to do that. Even though it's a little, seems a little interesting. Huh? Like what if, like, like what if you go to Sedona, there's this portal you walk through and you're on another planet where you're breathing oxygen, like, like you're alive, but it's not earth. You look up, there's like three moons or some different bird like creature. Like what would you do, Brent? Like, seriously, if that were happened to you, like what, what would happen? Uh, I mean, I don't, it's hard to tell you what I would do. I guess <laughs> I would be having that experience. And then I'd uh, be like, Hey Jake, I need you to interview me on midnight on earth so I can tell you all about like, it. <laughs> how would, what if you couldn't come back? Um, would that scare the shit out of you? If like, I couldn't come back. Like I if mean, you walked yeah. in, you turn around, the door is gone. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. That would be hard. It'd be hard because <sighs> I, I have a lot going on here. I wouldn't be just like ready to not come back. But if it's a doorway, it, it would seem like it would be open on both ends all the time. So then you can like go back and forth. Yes. 
So you should let me know. Like, if you're going to do that, you should show me how to work all this stuff so I can keep it going for you. Okay. I can't come back. I, but Like, I would tie a rope around myself in, like, one <laughs> dimension. And, like, like that way, if I, I could kind of, like, go out, like, maybe 100 feet. Take a hand feet. in. Check it yeah, out And then, first. like, grab the rope and, like, scurry back. <laughs> <laughs> episode 141, Beyond the News. Ooh. Episode 142, Ancestral Spirit Guides in Preparation for Death with Sally Crow. Wow. Yes, she talks about our beloved dead that we can connect with. Essentially, our ancestors are our spirit guides. A lot of the times we think they're angels. We get these kind of higher messages from in meditation or in times of reflection or in times of great stress. But really, the angel energy is so powerful. She's saying a lot of that could be our ancestors who are tasked to watch over us and guide our life. Episode 143, The Sedona Method with the legendary Hale Dwoskin. And he talked about this method that he developed with Lester Levinson, which helped us let things go. Just hold the rock, you let it go. We did some exercises. Really cool stuff. Episode 144, another Manly P. Hall lecture because of what was going to happen in the next episode. This one was called Our Secret Powers and Their Dangers, where he talks about how we have these abilities and how to use them. And this time, I couldn't believe it. I had Bryn Anderson and for the first time ever, a second guest co-host on the lecture episode. And it was Evan Burton from the band and Dubious. Like, what? <laughs> like, how did that even happen? I don't know, like, but that was so cool. That and, was really fun to have another person to bounce everything off of. And it happened to be episode 144, which is like the cosmic number, 144,000, the spiritual number. The light beings, the star seeds. Bryn is a star seed. I feel like Jake is a star seed. That's me. Evan Burton, that's for certain. Like, we're the, we're the 144,000, whatever that means. That's civil. I don't know what it means, but I know it means something. Episode 145 is Ronnie Pontiac, who talked about his incredible book, The American Metaphysical Religion. Whoa. And he studied for... He studied under Manly P. Hall for seven years. Oh, he had stories. And, of course, we became friends. Definitely staying in contact with that, brother. Episode 146. This was my first introduction to Louise Hay. Power of your spoken word and just how words affect people in your thoughts. Another legendary motivational speaker. 147, we brought back Carl Jung. For another lecture that I had to like literally do a lot of post-production on to make it listenable. And I significantly restored the quality and listenability of the recording compared to the source material. So it's better here than anywhere else. Let me tell you. I'm glad we got to save that information. Because obviously it's, you know, it's Carl Jung. Okay, and then Beyond the News, episode 148. Episode 149, Maximum Medicine and the shamanic western medicine connection with dr sharon martin she just talked about using shamanic techniques to heal physical challenges mental health challenges and she fused those concepts with western medicine concepts the allopathic the naturopathic the shamanic great episode great book All right she's a classically trained western medical doctor right exactly okay so Episode 150, The Yoga of Sound, The Life of Swami Nana Brahmananda with Dr. Michael Grosso. 
this was really cool because I didn't know about this Swami who could hold his breath for 30 minutes at a time. He was measured, all these different things. He could project his voice out of his skull. He had complete control over his body. He was truly a yoga master. And Dr. Michael Grosso was one of his students, and this was his story. Powerful story. And episode 151, Living the Wisdom of the Tao with Wayne Dyer. We had to bring him on because he's a legend, and this talk was incredible. So really glad to have Wayne Dyer on. What did you think? Do you remember that one, Brent? I do, yeah. Uh, he had a, I liked his sense of humor. He was a funny guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> easy, too. Like, he had a really easy way of speaking. Yes. Just like transmitting these really big concepts in a yeah. really palatable way. Mm-hmm. Episode 152, The Ancient Tradition of Angels Around the World with Normandy Ellis. She wrote a book the ancient traditions of angels, the power and influence of sacred messengers. And it's the best book on angels I've ever read my entire life. She looks at these concepts of angelic beings showing up around the world, different cultures, different countries. She talks about them. She talks about their history. She distills it all down. What a book, what an interview. If you're interested in angelic concepts, angels, Egyptian angels, angels around the world. This was the best book I've ever read. And what a guest. And she actually knew Nikki Scully. And there was a little connection there that we had. Episode 153, the power of setting goals with Zig Ziglar. So we have to bring these legends on because, again, people have to learn from them. They need to learn from these people in addition to learning from people that are still here in this dimension and Bryn and I will guide you through those conversations. We will talk about them. And if you listen to Bryn and I, we're incredibly intelligent people. I'm not trying to <laughs> to my own horn here, but come on. I feel like we are. I'm okay with, with, with loving myself and saying that I'm able to help you understand this. And that's why I'm here. That's why this podcast is here. Bryn is able to help you understand this where the God and goddess energy together trying to help you understand these high frequency concepts yeah and uh, he had some just great concrete exercises uh for you know i think we get out there in all these etheric you know 5d extra beyond earth concepts and but we still have to live in these three-dimensional bodies we still have to do things and have responsibilities. That's the like the Saturn energy that we're bound to while we're on this planet. And so he just has some really great things of like how you get things done. How do you take that creative force, that imagination and funnel it into your practical everyday life? I liked that one. That was cool. Yes. And episode 154 was Rudolf Steiner, the esoteric <laughs> properties of human blood. This was the first time we had to like <laughs> listen to a, recording of a lecture because the original lecture was dictated and written down but not recorded we pulled that one through the time stream it was a 1904 lecture 1906 actually you know i just recently learned that rudolf steiner has a series of lectures about bees that i'm mm. actually going to listen to oh. very soon i'll let you know if they're uh, well i'm sure they're good but anyways we'll talk about them later yeah well be careful Anyways, episode 155, Beyond the News. 
Episode 156, Scott Prentice. What a beautiful, cool human workshop leader from around the world. Consciousness expanding breathing techniques. What a beautiful soul. He taught us a little bit about this. And guess what, people? You stuck with it as we celebrated the Midnight on Earth story together. And if you've made it this far in the episode, you must really love this podcast because <laughs> no one else would do this. Like, why are you here? Because you love us. You love me. You love Brandon. You, you're remembering all the things that we've learned. And we've learned a lot from a lot of different people. And so many beautiful souls have contributed their time and energy to this program so we can all evolve together. So happy yeah. birthday, midnight on earth. Happy birthday to the listeners out there that are listening. I don't know how long you've been listening. If you've been listening since episode zero, happy birthday for your listenership. I don't know, <laughs> but thank God. You thank go. you. Creator. Thank you. Source. Whatever it is. Great mystery. The goddess, all the above, all, everything, the all, but thank the all source for this opportunity to serve and serve you. And Brynn and I are here serving you. We're just doing this for service. Well, we're doing this because we absolutely love it. I absolutely love doing this. But the truth is it is for service. We want you to evolve to get to a new earth, a higher frequency existence where we are all living together in love with each other. And even though we may have physical differences, the primary source of recognition is the fact that we are all light beings in physical bodies. And when we start there and we see each other there, then we are all one. And if our physical vehicle shows up differently, you barely even know it's not even a thing because of our deep love for the light within everyone. So that's the purpose of this podcast. That's what I want you to understand. That's where I want to help guide you in addition to entertaining you and making you laugh and being there with you because I feel you every week. I feel you in 171 countries now around the world. I feel you listening and I appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time to learn with us. We're just going to keep growing this. So stick with us. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be here for the long haul as we go into our fourth year and our 400th year. Maybe I passed the <laughs> baton through generations. Thank you so much, Brent, for being here for this birthday celebration. Do you have any uh, last words to the audience? You were a big part of the show. You've been on dozens of episodes. I deeply appreciate you. Thank you so much. I know the audience loves your presence. <laughs> yeah, thanks for reminding me how many episodes I've actually been on. So yeah, it's been an honor and a pleasure and a service. Yes, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Happy to be here and excited for these reminders and also to see what the fourth year holds. Yes, it's going to keep growing. So thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Midnight on Earth.